business is the fuel that drives America. Innovation, hard work, risk, and reward. It's what many call the American dream, and we're bringing the dream to you. It's the Business Beyond the Boardroom Show with your host, Mark Steckman. Alrighty, good morning, podcast listeners. It is April the 12th, and before I get started with today's episode, I just want to give you a quick thank you for listening to, sharing, and subscribing to this podcast. If you appreciate what we're doing here, would you do a quick favor and rate the show on whatever platform you're listening to it on? I'd also love your feedback. You can send me a note to any of the socials, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or you can just hop over to my website, marksteckman.com. Now, if this indeed is your first time listening, to the Business Beyond the Boardroom podcast. I am Mark Steckman, host of the Business Beyond the Boardroom live radio show. The radio show broadcasts live every Tuesday morning from sunny Tampa Bay, Florida. I'm an expert marketer for many amazing businesses around the United States, and I am also a three-time entrepreneur. And the reason I started the live radio show and then, of course, this podcast is to share my years of experiences, successes, and even failures that I've had along my own personal journey to hopefully encourage you, educate you, inspire you, and ultimately help you get more from your business. So in each and every episode, Joy McAdams, Jen Wiggins, Kylie Francis, and I, and also our special guests, we talk about leadership, sales, marketing, operations, related business news, basically everything that impacts your business outside the boardroom. We know that success is not easy in business, and that's why you listen to podcasts just like this one. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a CEO, a small business owner, maybe you have a small business that you call your side hustle, whatever, you need to fill your bucket, and that's what we hope and aim to do in each and every single episode. Alrighty then. In today's episode, I'm chatting with Toby Goldstein from Bite Size Workshops. We're talking about those soft skills that can make or break employee and organizational success. So stick around. Here's episode number 186. Well, look at the time, Pat. It is time for you and I to improve our soft skills. Crickets. Crickets. Mine are pretty soft Crickets. right now. I'm just wondering <laughs> when they bring these employees back, how soft their skills are going to be. Oh, boy. I'm going to go ahead and click on line three because that's Toby Goldstein. And uh, Toby, are you there with us today? I am here. All right. Well, I don't know if you could hear. We were just talking about real estate just before that. We were talking about social media. And now it's time for us to talk about soft skills. And, you know, I don't think a lot of people really talk about it a lot. A lot of people talk about it a lot. I just used the word a lot twice. That's a soft skill I got to improve. I don't think people talk about soft skills a whole lot. Uh, and I know um, human resource professionals probably more so do hiring managers, that kind of thing. But uh, tell everybody a little bit about your business. I know you are uh, with Bite Size Workshops, and you actually teach and coach companies, organizations, schools on how to. Uh, improve soft skills in their environments. Tell everybody a little bit about your business. Sure. What's cool about the soft skills, people would refer to them as people skills, interpersonal skills, is as you just had mentioned, you know, we spoke about real estate and we spoke about social media marketing. Each of those and every single industry would need these people skills, would need these soft skills. 
the terminology, most people are like, oh my gosh, where's that word coming from? And it turns people off. But generally speaking, the soft skills, the term comes from the army when they were working with machinery and when they were working with people. So that's why they refer to it as soft skills. Hard skills. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so uh, uh, hard skills would be working with machinery, working with the books. Um, all the, that's really where it's coming from. All the technical stuff, right? All the technical stuff. So, yeah. you know, as a hiring manager, oftentimes they hire for the skills, right? Can they do the job? Can they get it done? And then what happens sometimes you get, get somebody into an environment six months in and you realize they're bad. They got bad mojo. They're not, they're not good at working with other people. They're great at their job, uh, great at, you know, accomplishing tasks. Pat right now is shaking his head through the glass and he says, that's, that's me. That's him. He's saying it's him. But uh, they're great at their job, but they need some help in this area. Before we get into all of that, talk about how you got to where you are right now. Did you just like right out of school decide, hey, I want to be an employee engagement expert or how did you get to where you are? Absolutely not. I did not even know the term soft skills when I started working. It actually was the very being that made me aware of it. There were two stories that had pushed me over the edge and said, hey, you know, soft skills are actually important for people to succeed in the workforce. I was working, it was at the time I was working with a group of juniors and seniors, and I was helping them find internship sites over the summer or part-time jobs for those college students. And what was really cool was I was actually surprised those charismatic students that were doing so well in school were not the ones necessarily promoted at the jobs or offered full scholarships. Mm. And that threw me for the loop. It was like, hey, what's going on over here? How come? And these students were so great in school. What is happening? And then when I had questioned them and I questioned their managers and spoke to their colleagues, it was, oh, they have great communication. They get along with everybody. They're so willing to help. They're so creative. It's like, oh, pretty cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And it was just a nice thought. <laughs> it was like, okay, anybody wants a promotion, these are the skills that you're going to need. But then further down the line, I was actually speaking to a group of professionals. And there was one professional that was attending the workshop that I was speaking at. And I knew that this professional the colleagues actually did not really get along with her. And it was in the middle of the workshop where she stood up and she just said, you know, I do what I want and that's why I get things done. And that's like when that, you know, the light bulb Mm. moment that we always talk about is like, oh, that's exactly why she does not get the things done that she (laughs) promises she's going to get done. It was, you know, the lack of communication. And that was the awareness that, you know, really brought it to the forefront and saying, Really, we want to get things done. Focus on your communication skills. Focus on your interpersonal skills. And that's really the steps for growth. Well, we all know that communication is important. So let's take it a step further. Why, is, why does it matter in business specifically, communication skills? That's a great question. But we, we don't really realize it. But every step of business involves communication whether that would be interacting with our employees or whether that would be selling the product, whether that would be customer service, all that relies on communication. And if we go bad in any of those situations and if we make mistakes, then we're going to kill our customer service. We're going to kill our employee engagement and productivity. We're going to kill you know, our reputation amongst our clients. And that's why communication is really at the forefront. 
Mm, yeah, it sure is. Uh, we're chatting right now with Toby Goldstein. She's with Bite Size Workshops. If I want to get more information, by the way, before we go any further about Bite Size Workshops, what's the website so we can send people there? So my website is GoBiteSize.com. So go, like to... go as in G-O, go G-O. Bite Size. GoBiteSize.com? Yep. I'm writing it down like right now. Keep it short and to the point. Bite size, we can learn in snippets every single day and build our interpersonal skills. Well, it's funny. You and I connected on LinkedIn, and I had, uh, of course, we exchanged some emails and we we chatted, uh, you know, via phone. But uh, the power of LinkedIn to be able to develop relationships online and then, of course, take them offline is something we've been talking about on this radio show for a very long time, for that matter, last couple of years in particular. And yet, especially over the last year where people have been, you know, working on Zoom and working on digital relationships and all that, as we start going back into the office, this is a big deal. You know, being able to interact with people in live person. And uh, that's why I wanted to have you a part of the show today, because I know we're, we're looking down the uh, next several months. And for that matter, even for those who, who never, you know, had to go digital, they, maybe they've still been working with people and human beings <laughs> in person, even oh, throughout the last year. This is such a big deal. And I think it's a really important topic outside the boardroom. So let's talk about communication affecting productivity. How, is, uh, how does communication affect productivity? Well, let's say you want to get something done and you communicate that to your employees saying, hey, we're changing our sale routine, but they didn't understand that. And then they botched up that system. So now we've got a whole mess on our hands. Mm. The communication really is that step that we need in order for us to get something done, which is something that we don't necessarily tend to realize that it's communication has to be done right in order for those next steps to be done right, which is interesting because it's every transaction in business that's going to involve that communication from whatever we tell our employees, as I mentioned before, you know, to how we sell. And if employees are not clear Productivity is going to go down if we cannot communicate effectively or if they misunderstood us or understood something completely different. What about employee engagement? Now, that's, a, that's something that we don't always talk a lot about. Uh, how does communication and good communication affect employee engagement? So that's a very good question. There's lots of ways for us to communicate with our employees, and these Stops that we, how we communicate is absolutely vital for the growth of our employees and the growth of the company. We take a look at feedback. Feedback is important. Mistakes happen. We need things to change. We need the constructive feedback in place. So we want to let an employee know that they're doing well. That goes back to our communication. How are we going to say it? What are we going to say? When are we going to say it? Mm. And we need to think those things through because that impacts how they perceive it and how they digest it and how they react to it too, right? Oh, definitely. I always say if you're not sure if you communicated effectively, check in. Ask that question. Ooh. Did I understand this correctly? Or what are your thoughts? Or I would love to hear, you know, what you're thinking. Well, you know, as, um, as, we're, as I'm looking at your, your website, which is GoBiteSize.com, G-O-B-I-T-E-S-I-Z-E, you, you, you do uh, workshops for 
teams and um, business leaders, school managers. You've been doing this for over a decade. One of the things that comes into my mind is is that a lot of people listening to the show are entrepreneurs, right? They started a business and they were good at whatever that business was. It could be a they could be a plumber. They could be uh, a, a a tech founder. They started a company based on you know an app they designed, but they were really, I guess the point is, is that most entrepreneurs are really, really good at whatever the business is, the business itself. And then as the business grows and develops, they have to bring in more people, you know, in order to facilitate that growth. And that is usually not an area where they excel, is in developing and communicating with other people. Because typically, they're look, if you're a plumber and you're building a plumbing business, you're great. You're, you got a license. You're great at plumbing. You weren't great at, uh, you know, developing apprentices, let's say. So what are some things that you might be able to uh, suggest to somebody who is an entrepreneur growing a business? Maybe they have 10 to 15 employees. What are some things and experiences that you've had in helping them facilitate better communication as they grow from being good at what they do to now having to be good at uh, teaching other people and communicating with other people at what they do? That's a great question. I find a lot of people are unprepared or saying, I want to be a plumber. I don't want to be a teacher. I don't want to manage my staff. But that's something that we have to realize is once you manage effectively, you can be a plumber. Mm. You can run your business. You just have to learn how to manage effectively. The first step is awareness. Know what your people need. Know how they are going to run. Know their likes, know their dislikes, know their strengths, and you're going to be building upon those. And that's how you're going to know how to communicate to them because you know what makes them tick. So it does start first with awareness and understanding that the purpose of why you are focusing on your people is that you can grow your business. When your people are engaged and feel that you're communicating well and that you're giving them your all, they themselves will be engaged in the business and looking to build the business. So communication and employee engagement go hand in hand. How clear are you with your employees telling them what needs to get done, how it gets done, how you like things to get done, and how you can work together? So communication is at the forefront over here in order for you to become that leader. As soon as you have somebody working under you or somebody working with you, you know that you have to lead, and you have to lead effectively. And that's where communication comes in. In order for you to lead effectively, your communication has to be on par. Mm, yeah, it's a big deal. And I think a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs, are tend to be A-type pers- a, you know, type A personalities. So they believe, hey, look, I'm a good leader because whatever, maybe I played sports and I was captain of my football team or whatever it is. But the reality is, is that as a leader, the more you can fine-tune your communications with your team, the, the better off your business will, will be able to prosper in the end. Matter of fact, I read on your website, 75% of long-term job success depends on soft skills. Soft skills are personal attributes that enable someone to interact effectively and harmoniously with other people. And the more that takes place, the more a business will blossom, right? So talk about how has communication and employee engagement changed over time? Because many of our listeners, you know, if they are indeed uh, business leaders or entrepreneurs, you know, maybe maybe a couple of seasons along in terms of their career. And, you know, things have dramatically changed as far as how we communicate uh, in the work environment. Talk a little bit about that, how that's changed. 
Oh, communication is always changing. I always say keep the finger on the pulse in regards to communication. Going back, we did not have social media. There was no communication through social media, but people always have communicated. You know, there were the hieroglyphics. There were those pictures that people sent. Eventually, we led to the snail mail. And then came technology, which came, you know, the Internet, the email, coming onto social media. It's learning the way you're going to communicate on social media is going to look very different on a written letter, is going to look very different when you're having that communication mm. with employees. So it's important to always be aware of the constant changes, how we communicate over Zoom or over, you know, when people are working remotely, that's going to look very different as we shared all the way in the beginning of when people are going to come back into the office or when people are working on site. Communication looks different and definitely should look different depending on location and how you're communicating and who you are communicating to. Mm. That's just a vital thought that people always have to take the step back. I actually had a company that turned to me in the beginning. They were a startup company, and they said, Toby, our best employees are leaving us. Every time we hire a great employee, great reviews, and then a few months down the line, they are leaving. Can you help us figure out what is going on? And it actually boiled down, after working with them for a couple of weeks, it boiled down to communication. They promised something when they hired, never carried through, employee got burnt out, led to a reduction in productivity and engagement, and therefore they had left. Mm. So that communication was vital across the board. What you're going to say upon hire, what you're looking for, how you communicate throughout, check in with your employees, the feedback that you're giving them, that follow-up, that accountability, all that is communication. And all that enables employees to be productive and to be engaged. Yeah, and I think a lot of employers and hiring managers and managers of people, oftentimes when you know, productivity starts to go south immediately. They start looking at procedures and tactics and, you know, maybe our selling process needs to be refined. And oftentimes it's really the communication that's broken down somewhere along the line. And we fix that and we don't have to spend so much time and energy on fixing the other things because people will come together. These are all, oh, what a great conversation. We're chatting right now with Toby Goldstein. She's with Bite Size Workshops. You can find them online at gobitesize.com. Toby, who is your best, uh, you know, we've got just about two minutes here, just looking at uh, the clock in front of me. Who is your best possible client? You know, who do you serve best at Bite Size Workshops? Is it is it uh, large organizations? Is it super small, 10 to 40? Or is it 40 to 400? Like, who do, who do you work best with? And if that uh, person's out there listening right now, I want to I give them a reason to uh, reach out to you. Sure. Size doesn't matter when it comes to soft skills. It's the willingness to learn, to be open, to be willing to communicate. Many times people say, you know, as we shared earlier, I am a leader or my employees are definitely engaged or, of course, I'm communicating correctly. Hmm. The only way to check in over there is are the things getting done the way you want done? Are your employees happy? Are your employees going above all for the company? Are how many mistakes are coming? Where are the frustrations? What are the frustrations? So that's where the soft skills come in. As long as you're willing and open to work and aware of the need of the soft skills, 
that I'm there for you. Tell me about the uh, workshops. Are they online? Are they in person? I know you're in New York City. Are you? I'm assuming you're still in New York City. I know your your uh, profile says that. Uh, are the workshops you conduct? Are they all virtual right now? Actually, there are some virtual, and there are still some taking in place in person. Of course, things change, but I do. I had been traveling a lot prior. I cannot wait to start traveling again. Right. But I have been conducting virtually and in-person events. Well, you know, Freedom Florida down here, we're wide open for business. And, uh, oh, our, yeah. While our I was o- oh, just down there. No, you were. we're uh, our audience, of course, uh, we originate, the radio show originates here in Tampa Bay. However, uh, we have listeners all over the state and uh, around the country that listen online at uh, moneytalk1010.com to the stream. Toby Goldstein, this is a great conversation. We probably could go on for hours because soft skills are really su- so super important. We talk about it here in the radio business and the broadcast media business. You know, we're in the communication business, and we have to constantly be thinking about how are we interacting, engaging, and encouraging each other to uh, have better conversations. And I know anyone who's listening to this show right now is is probably thinking the same thing. Remind everybody where they can find out uh, where to get more information about your business, you personally. They want to set up a free consultation. Uh, where can they uh, get a hold of you? Yes, you can find me on LinkedIn at Toby Goldstein. And you can find me on my website, that's GoBiteSize.com, G-O-B-I-T-E-S-I-Z-E.com. Awesome. You said you were just down here in Florida. Was it a spring break trip, or were you down here on business? Business. Oh. We, we sometimes try to combine. You know, that work-life balance <laughs> is important for us all. <laughs> it is. Well, you're, you're right on, and Florida's a great place to come. It's not been as warm as it normally would be here. I mean, I think today we're probably only going to be in the 70s, but uh, I'll take it any day. Toby Goldstein. Oh, yeah. Better than New York. <laughs> that's right. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. We'll talk to you again, hopefully again sometime soon. Yes, thank you for having you me. You got it. Thanks for listening to Business Beyond the Boardroom On Demand podcast, a feature of the Business Beyond the Boardroom live radio show. You can listen to the full live radio show every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time anywhere in the U.S. simply by going to moneytalk1010.com. Or if you live in Tampa Bay on 103.1 FM, 92.1 FM, 1010 AM, or 99.5 HD2. Also, you can follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter for more great business and marketing content, or just hop over to my website, marksteckman.com. Thanks for listening, and make it a great day.